Welcome to the Scattered Abroad Network Highlights Podcast, where we take the opportunity to highlight a brotherhood work, and this one is a good one today, and we're looking forward to that. I'm Wayne Rogers, and alongside me is... Michael Clark. All right, welcome, Michael. Glad to be alongside you. Our guest today is Phil Sanders. How are you doing, Phil? I'm doing fine. We are grateful to have you alongside of us, but for those who may not know who you are, take a moment and just give us a short introduction of who Phil Sanders is. Well, um, I live in Edmond, Oklahoma. I'm married to Jackie, uh, formerly Dodgen, and uh, we'll have been married 50 years come May. Uh, we have four children and uh, 12 grandchildren. I've been involved in ministry since 1971, 53 years ago, and um, uh, this is what I've done my whole life. I went to school at Oklahoma Christian uh, College, is what it was called in those days, I also went to Harding Graduate School, which is what it was called in those days. <laughs> and then uh, I graduated f- with a Ph.D. from the Theological University of America in 1998. Uh, I've authored several books and uh, have preached quite widely in meetings and lectureships. And I've taught for the last 25 years in schools of preaching and also in colleges. And so um, that's a lot of the work that I have done. Yeah, and and looking and being able to introduce you this week, um, I've been not just impressed, but so thankful to to see how you have uh, helped in the training of preachers. Uh, this this particular group of podcasts, our network is is based on preachers, for, especially from the Memphis School of Preaching, but uh, but also you know we're always interested in preaching and preachers and, and what's going on in our brotherhood in that way, and and to know that you've had. Uh, the opportunity to teach in so many different places in the Georgia School of Preaching, Nashville School of Preaching, and uh, in in Asia as well as in in Seoul, Korea, right here recently, and so uh, that is just impressive. Uh, but I'm so thankful uh, that we have good men who will, who are willing to do that, and uh, and that you have the experience to do that as well, and the education to back that up. And so very thankful to have you on the podcast today and to be able to talk about the work uh, in search of the Lord's way. And I'm going to let Michael take over. Yeah, this is one of those times where the term your rap sheet is long is a good thing (laughs) because your reputation precedes yourself. You are definitely somebody that is worthy of our attention and trying to figure out what work you're involved in, what you do. And so I'd like to ask as we start for you to describe the work of In Search of the Lord's Way. Okay, In Search of the Lord's Way really is more than just a television ministry. Uh, It began in 1980, 43 years ago, uh, in September. Uh, And so at that time, it was on one television program. Uh, At that time, we were hoping uh, to—Mac Lyon, who started it, was hoping to reach the entire state of Oklahoma— uh, and because there were many denominational programs that were not teaching the truth, and he felt like there needed to be something in Oklahoma with the truth. And he had done TV in Australia and other places, and so uh, he went and he signed up and uh, started in 8 Oklahoma on KTEN in September 1980. Through the years, what we've also tried to do is expand to written forms, so we give out books. We've also moved into radio uh, we've also moved into, of course, the Internet. With uh, uh, Things are available in four different formats. Uh, you can get uh, the video, you can get the audio, you can get the transcript, and you can also get what's called a study sheet. And these are very popular, especially in the prisons, where they will download the study sheet, study sheet, they'll 
publish them out, give them to all the people who are watching, and make it into a class where they're writing out uh, fill-in-the-blank things that go with the program. Um, we're also uh, involved in radio. Uh, we're on more than 70 radio stations and some in quite large markets. Uh, we've moved into Canada. We are uh, now nationwide in Canada, just like we're nationwide in the United States. There are 210 television markets in America, and we are in all of them. And that includes all of Alaska and all of Hawaii. So we are, we are more than nationwide. Really, we cover the entire continent. And we go down into the, the Caribbean. We're in Iceland four times a week. <laughs> We're in Micronesia, American Samoa. And by shortwave radio, which is their main means of communication, we cover everything from Tahiti all the way to New Zealand. And we're on a radio in New Zealand. So God has blessed us and opened up a lot of doors for us in lots of different places. Uh, many of the things that we write are used in India. Uh, Ricky Goodham has a TV program, and he, he uh, frequently uh, likes to use material that I've published. Uh, Ricky and I have known each other since he was in college with my children. And uh, he preaches in uh, two or three different languages, and so... Uh, we get a we get a much larger exposure of our material, and um, uh, we've shown in times past in the Philippines and Korea, and on the American uh, military uh, channels. We're not now, but uh, those things have been in the past. But we have an influence there, and many of the things that I'm writing are being used in those areas. Yeah, that's great. When you uh, began the work. It's search when you began to work with search, I should say, because that work you told me when it had started. Um, but and obviously, Brother Mac Lyon had, mm -hmm. had you know uh, been there for a number of years for a long time. And so, when you started in 2009, w as far as the work itself, what has changed since 2009 to, to the present day? Oh, my, so many things have changed. Uh, in 2009, when I first went there, we were on 85 broadcast stations at that point. And uh, some financial difficulties meant that we had to move back to around 76 or 78, something like that. But within a year and a half, instead of being on 85 stations, we were on 95. Mm -hmm. And then CW Plus came along. Now, when I talk about broadcast stations, I'm talking about regional stations that have mm -hmm. antennas. And, and uh, then when we went on CW Plus, that put us in over 200 markets. Uh, since that time, we've added uh, New York City, Washington, D.C. We've added Denver. We've added San Francisco. We've added several other large areas uh, to our broadcast channel. But uh, in many cases, it's not one time that we are showing, but multiple times in many of the markets. There are a few places it's only once, but in most places it's twice. And because of that, uh, our outreach, our ability to reach out to, to people uh, whether they have cable or whether they just have an antenna or whether they've cut the cord and, and just, you know, have the antenna for the local stations, we're still able to reach uh, a large number of people throughout the United States. We have, we have tried to be very smart in the way that we do. And, of course, we also are uh, all of our programs, and many of Mac Lyon's older programs are on YouTube, mm -hmm. and these are seen across the world. Uh, they're, they're seen in many countries. Uh, our website, in an average month, we might have as many as 100 countries come to our website within a month, uh, within the month, and uh, some of these places just once, but they're there. And uh, so we're making a profound impact, 
not just in this nation, but across the world. Uh, we are, I don't think there's been any other program among our brethren that have been on the air for 43 years and have gone nationwide. I think we are, I think we are uh, unique in that. Now, the nationwide part of it's only been probably the last 25. Mm. But at the same time, uh, at the same time, uh, we've, we've been on the air now for 43 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always love how you start the program off by saying your name and then, and this is a Bible study. Right. You know, it, it's, it's the most consistent thing I can, it's ingrained in my brain the times I've watched the program. And I appreciate that, the emphasis to start off by pointing out to people, this is not what Phil thinks. This is not what my opinions are. This is what the Bible says. And I think that's one of the reasons why you're so successful is you focused on the Word of God. And so what are the biggest accomplishments Search has seen both before your time and since your time? Even you talked a little bit about it, but what are some things that you're very proud of? Well, I think the big thing that for me is the answer to prayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are two things. When I first went to Search, and this really goes back to your question, uh, I had three passages that I had on my wall behind my chair. Uh, one was Second Corinthians 9, uh, 8 to 10, which talks about how God supplies seed to the sower, and he'll make all grace abound unto you, that you having everything, you know, all sufficiency and everything uh, may be able to, to do your work. And God has provided. And so if I want to talk about accomplishments, let's talk about what God has done. God has provided the funds that we've needed. Now, we have to raise about $10,000 a day. That's a huge amount of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never lost a single night's sleep worried about money for search. God has always provided for us. And I think if if there was one thing I would say, it was that people have confidence in us, uh, like you've suggested, and and they, they love what we do. We've been a proven product for many, many years. And they're happy to, to support with their prayers and with their finances, those things. So from a financial standpoint, when you start thinking about it, since I got there in 2009, we have raised an incredible $50 million. Wow. That's a lot of money over this last 15 years. And it's just about $50 million. And so... God has blessed us and been with us, and that, from one standpoint, that's, that's a great. But again, this is not something we have accomplished. I don't have somebody that goes out and raises funds for me. I don't have somebody that, that, that you know, does all this. And sometimes people ask me, well, how do you raise your money? I'll tell you how we raise our money. On our knees, we ask God. We pray about it. We pray continually about it. And God provides. Mm-hmm. And our brethren I, are good that way. I, I really believe very strongly in the power of prayer. But I, I also prayed, the second thing I prayed when I first got there was from Colossians 4 and verse 2 uh, to 4, where the Apostle Paul is praying that God would open up a door for the word to us and that we may speak uh, clearly as we ought to speak and then in Ephesians 6 to speak boldly as we ought to speak. And I I have prayed, I started praying those two things, that God would bless us financially and that he would open up a door for the word to us. And when I start looking at where we were at the beginning at 85 and where we are now above 200, and that doesn't count the 70 radio stations when we were only on about 30 uh, a a few years ago, doesn't uh, the the 150 systems. Uh, We never believed that we could be on Canada, Mm -hmm. and now we're nationwide in Canada just like to the United States. 
And when you start thinking about uh, the things that we've done, and, and lately this, this move that we've made to uh, great entertainment television get is an incredible move because they have antenna stations that we don't even list Wow. We don't have room in our, we don't have room in our our newsletter to list all those stations. So what we have to do is we say, well, if you want to get it on Get, you go to this certain thing, you put your zip code in it, it'll tell you whether you know how to get a hold of it. But we're on Dish and and Direct both with Get, and so it's as large as News Nation, which decided to release us because they wanted a totally news thing. Hmm. They were not upset at religion. Mm-hmm. It was they already had plans from the beginning that they would be totally news. So whenever we were released and, and all of the entertainment that they had was released as well and the other religious programming, uh, we were wondering what are we going to do? Well, Get came open and we said yes. And we got a better time, a greater outreach. And I want you to hear one more thing that only God could do. We got it for four to four and a half thousand dollars per week, less money. Wow. What's that about closed doors, open windows? What's, what's that? You know, there's always I mean, something to be said about that, right? Yeah, there, only God could do some That's of the right. things that have taken place. I mean, uh, the situation that we got into whenever we went on CW Plus uh, was just for, you know, a, a relatively small amount, and yet we became nationwide, um, nationwide in areas that we were most weak in. The CW Plus referred to the smaller 105 stations, that uh, markets rather, uh, the smaller markets. And so there were a whole lot of markets that we, we weren't there, but now we're on an antenna in those markets. And we started getting responses. Uh, one of the things that has been so exciting to me is, and I think this is a, a thing too, with the pandemic and with the changes in our society, with so much wokeism and so much of the entertainment venue entering into denominational and community churches, people feel like the church has left them, mm. that it's not really a worship place. Uh, I was talking to one of your members here, and he was telling me one of the reasons he left uh, his particular former denominational church was because he got tired of the entertainment, mm-hmm. and it wasn't biblical. And so people are seeing that there's something. They, f- they find the search program, and they hear what the Scripture says, and they evaluate where they are. And it's been amazing in the last few years how many times people have called wanting to find a church of Christ, a church home in the church, but also telling us they wanted to find a place that would baptize according to the teaching of the Scriptures. And one of the things that I have learned from this last year and a half to two years is that when we were preaching doctrine, we were growing. When we quit preaching doctrine and thought we needed to preach on felt needs and become psychologists rather than gospel preachers, we stopped growing and we become very inward focused. Now, I'm not opposed to counseling. I'm not opposed to helping people with their problems. But what I'm saying is that when we stop preaching doctrine, we quit adding new people to the church. Mm -hmm. And the thing that has been these people of the world who are not members of the church are calling us. And by the way, most of our audience is not, they're not members of the church. Mm -hmm. They're people who are in denomination or maybe they haven't gone to church in a long time. 
many other things. And they were excited to find a program that would teach Bible and that you could look it up and find out for yourself. And because of that, they have been attracted to our program. We have had filled a niche that most of religious programming does not fill. Now, and of course, I know that there are many of our, our brotherhood programs that, that certainly do as much as we do. But this has been something that has been most unusual in the last couple of years where I have gone and held gospel meetings. I was meeting people who used to be members of a denomination or community church, and they felt like the church had left them. They got to browsing, and they found the search program, and they said, oh. And they called looking for a church home, and they called churches. And I've met these people, and I've shook their hands more than a few places in various states. And um, because this is happening, it's reminding me that, you know, offering an invitation is nice, too. Mm-hmm. And preaching doctrine is nice, too. And I think those are the two things that the search program does. And we never have a program without an invitation and what to do to be saved and why. And we never have a program uh, that doesn't want to talk Scripture and talk about the difference between truth and error. If you'll notice the first paragraph of every program after the teaser at the beginning, there's a teaser at the beginning for 15 seconds, and then we go in and I'm, you know, welcome to insert the Lord's way. And, and that first paragraph always talks about the importance of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Before I ever get into the subject, I always talk about the reason why we go to the Word of God. And we can always know that it will tell us the truth. That's on purpose. That's on purpose. Everything that I do, I have a template that I use for the search program. And every single point that is in there has a purpose. And I stay with that purpose no matter what the subject may be, no matter what the uh, storyline may be. I stay with that purpose from start to finish. And I think that uh, you talked about how you felt at home. Well, we don't change the format. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the format that was started... 40-some years ago is the same format we're using today. I think the only change was the little teaser at the front. (laughs) But we use exactly the same format. Why? Because it works. Right. And people people like stability where when they go to something, they know what to expect. That's right. And because we have done it this way, it has worked very well. Before before Wayne can uh, speak, I'm going to cut him off real quick. In local work, we had a situation once where a sweet sister had died, and the family approached the ministers and told us uh, we were not to preach the plan of salvation that day, even though that sister had requested such. They made it a point. They said, you will not do that today. And that was a really tough day in ministry because the majority of that family was basically dictating what was going to happen. And so I think it's great that no matter what you do on the program, you make it a point to always give that because there's too many places where it's kind of forgotten and not even kind of, it just flat out is. And I think giving that opportunity, all the people that you've met that would never have heard the plan of salvation if you did not include that, I think is is reason enough to do it, even if only one person ever obeyed because of it. So I, I commend that for the formatting of the program as well. Because it is a rare thing to see it treated like an actual sermon, and you give the plan of salvation at the end and what they need to do to become a Christian. Well, this is a reason why they're contacting us, and they're saying to us, I was not baptized according to the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know, I was baptized, but not according to the Scriptures. 
and they want to make sure things are right. And, of course, that's one of the other points that I want to make. The all-sufficiency of the text, the need to be careful to obey, all of those things. And I do believe there are patterns. You know, whenever we stop saying there are patterns, then it didn't make any difference what people thought. There are patterns in Scripture. And uh, if we do not carefully obey the Word of God, we are not really showing that we have listened and that we love God. That's a great point. I know that uh, you talked about how God has blessed the work and how God has, has opened doors and, and all of that. Um, before really kind of hitting the next question that I had planned, um, just another thought about I know there are a lot of folks that are behind you. Um, you're the face yeah. of In Search of the Lord's Way, but there's a lot of folks that, that work with the program, and so you might just take well, a moment to in, mention that. Including me, there are nine employees, three are part-time and six are full-time, and uh, each of them have a job. Now, you have to remember, when you start thinking about how many people we serve and how many stations we have to, to uh, deal with and how many networks we deal with and radio stations and many other things, it takes that many people in order to do that. If we <clears throat> also did not have you know, 40 to 50 volunteers who help us with uh, uh, our letters and the mail-outs that we send out. We send out thousands and thousands of uh, booklets every month that have four and five Bible studies within every booklet. And you think about the hundreds of thousands of, uh, of lessons that we give out every year just huge numbers. Well, we have to have people who can stuff those envelopes and people from the uh, Edmund congregation and many of the congregations surrounding uh, come in and stuff the envelopes. And then we mail out somewhere around four or 5,000 letters that we give. Every two months, we give a full accounting of every dollar that's taken in and every dollar that's, ta that's, that's put out. We, we do that six times a year to every individual and every church supporter because we try to keep uh, be very transparent about everything we do. We're not a, a group of people who hide. We, we want people to know what, we, what comes in, and we also want them to know what it costs to go out, what stations cost. Uh, you know, if you live in, in uh, uh, Tennessee, uh, in Middle Tennessee, and you want to know what it costs to, to, to air the program on Channel 30 in Nashville, you can find out to the penny what we spent last month. And so those are the kinds of things that uh, are helpful. So it's not just a matter of, of that. We want to recognize that our, our supporters are people that we are responsible to. And we want to keep them informed, not only with the newsletter, but also with this letter that goes out. We used to do it every month, and we thought we could save maybe $20,000 or so by doing it every other month. And so that's why we've gone to that route. I don't think anybody would complain about no. the savings either. So, no, no. <laughs> no. And, uh, and when you think about the the Lord's work and the Lord's money and those kind of things, and those are questions that people always have, you know, sure. about supporting a, a particular work. And um, what I what I was hoping, and you did that just well, was to to show that the enormity of this work. This, oh, this is a huge work, it, an it undertaking. Is, it is incredibly large work, yeah. and it demands. And by the way, these these six people who are full time and the three part time. Uh, these people work hard. Yeah, I bet. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, to, to, uh, we've got two guys that do IT and and do 
this and that. We have a lady that does our closed caption. We have a guy who answers questions. We have people who call asking Bible questions every day. Mm -hmm. And we have a young man who is a graduate of Bear Valley who answers a lot of those questions. We also have a man who's an elder who answers questions. And uh, when they get stumped, they send them to me. And, and when I'm home, I, I get to answer questions. And, and that, that happens quite often. And, and so uh, we, we have, they usually request materials. They ask questions. But the third largest reason they call is to find a church home. Yeah, that's great. And, and I love that you're, the, you know, that you're able to be that source to help, help folks find the Lord's that, church. That's what it's all about, yeah. the Lord's way. Yeah, resource. <laughs> I'm a resource person. Yeah. That's basically what I, I do. And uh, having had a lot of resources and having been in ministry for as long as I've been and taught in all these schools, I was able to amass an incredible number of resources, and they served me very well. Yeah. I'm thankful. What are some long-term goals uh, for the search program? Well, we want to continue to, to uh, increase. Uh, you know, there are places that, we yes, we show, but we're not strong there. By that I mean we can have a better time or we can have a better situation. We're available. This day and time, of course, with that red button, it doesn't make any difference what time you appear on. You can always record it. But we want to be able to appear at a time when more people will browse and catch us. Right. And so there are areas in the mountain time zone that we would like to improve on. Uh, we had a program in Utah and had a very good time that, in, that it uh, went through the entire state, That an antenna broadcast broadcast station and uh, of course uh, a group that didn't like us came in and bought the station and we were hmm. we were no longer allowed to, <laughs> to to air so sometimes those kinds of things take place and yet you know we're we're looking for opportunities to find where are the gaps mm -hmm. where are the gaps where are the places that we could be stronger yes we have a presence there already but a, a strong presence and a weak presence is that. So we're always looking for where can we go to strengthen ourselves. Yeah, that's great. I know that Search has a wonderful website that is a, a very good resource that might be, like the purpose of this podcast, uh, something that is worthy of highlighting on its own. But we thought we'd give an opportunity for you to tell people what type of resources are on the website, what types of things they could do to benefit by going to the website. So describe what's on Search's website. Okay, first of all, I want to mention that we have always at least two years worth of programming up. And uh, every week, of course, that adds up to two, you know, it'll be two and a, a third of a year. Uh, but we always have at least two years of programming up. So every program we did in 2002, uh, 22 and 23 are up, and now 24, all of 24, is up. Usually you can see the program on Monday after it appears on, on the first day of the week. And uh, that's the first thing that I would mention, and we have it in video, audio, and transcript form, and they're all free to download. Then we have other types of resources. Two things that I think are quite valuable to brethren is a one is a church map. We have more than a thousand churches all over the United States. You might have to take your fingers as you go online and spread out that map to find what you're looking for. But these are churches that we uh, know uh, that support us. They're churches that uh, are are in the middle. They're churches we don't we don't include those that are to one extreme or the other. Uh, we, we want to be able to say, here are some places you can go and worship and feel very comfortable. And if they are, most of them are supporters or have been supporters of the search program, 
So if they support us, then they're going to be something that we can recommend. There's also a station map. Now, there's a, a listing uh, that, but we also have a station map that shows all the places, radio and TV and cable systems, where you can go and find the search program if you're traveling. So that's the other thing. A church home, or if you're traveling, find a church, or a station where you can watch search. Those two things are maps that are available. In the resources section, there's also 200 uh, hymns, more than 200. Uh, we recently just did 29 new ones, and uh, many people uh, will call in or, or write in asking for some of our music on, on, uh, that we keep on a separate CD that we'll be, be happy to share when people ask. And, and so uh, uh, that's something that you can go to our online and right-click and download. Then, uh, then there are other resources. Uh, let me mention one or two. There is a devotional mm -hmm. for every day of, of the year uh, that is designed as you're reading through the Bible to have a devotional on your reading for those, those passages. Uh, another thing that we have is the Evangelism Handbook. The Evangelism Handbook is a two- to three-hundred-page book that has got a little bit about everything. And it's one of the most downloaded books. Uh, I have it on LinkedIn, and people download it all the time there. I have it on uh, uh, academia, not LinkedIn, yes, but also academia, uh, the academic uh, EDU thing. Mm -hmm. And and I get people write to me every single day saying I, this is the book that they that they have downloaded, and that goes all over the world. Uh, you can buy a, a printed copy uh, from Montgomery, Alabama, the the uh, uh, Cackleman. Uh, publishing company uh, supplies it for $15. You can get that on Amazon. That's the easiest way to get it. Uh, and I'm thankful that the book is in print because people kept asking for it. But you can get a, an e-file uh, download, a PDF copy free. And uh, it'll be something that I think you'd be quite, uh, a, quite a valuable asset to anybody who, who's doing campaign work or anybody who's trying to just find answers to questions. Uh, interesting, that book helped to teach a prisoner. We gave a copy of that book to a prisoner. And they kept moving him around, and it took a year, and we had to call a congressman finally <laughs> to be able to get this guy baptized. But he said, Phil, it was your book, The Evangelism Handbook, that kept me sane during that time. <laughs> so there are some things that are available there. The Upon the Rock Bible study uh, studies are there. Uh, there are many other types of things. You can get any of the books that we have published that are color series. Uh, if you go to those, you can get those on those resources. And there are other things as well. But that's the main thing that we have to offer. Everything's free. We don't, we're not in the business of trying to make money uh, from selling things. Wow. Also, I noticed on there, there are Spanish materials. Yes, so I'm, I'm, I'm so, I counted the other day, and uh, I was telling 30, but actually there's more than 40 transcripts that are in Spanish now on a, on a wide variety of topics. And uh, I've told uh, friends who are involved in Spanish ministry, uh, especially literature and things, that they are free to use this material. And we want it to be used. We want it to be used. Um, we want anything that we do there to be translated if people would like to do that. But um, it costs us a little bit. And by the way, we've had preachers after it's translated to look at it before we post it. So we know that it's been vetted by people who can speak Spanish and who are faithful gospel preachers. 
So these are things that uh, we've tried very hard to make sure that they teach the truth as we would want it teach, just as we did in, in search. My brother-in-law is uh, Spanish-speaking. Native tongue is, is Spanish and actually learned English from watching TV. And so uh, I'll be sure to to point that resource out yeah. to him because I'm sure he would enjoy that. He's he's told me a lot of times that he looks for good material in Spanish, and that that can be hard to find. Well, we've only had this for the last year. Yeah. But but Chris Lyon, Max's son, and I have prayed about this for years. Of what can we do? Because you know the uh, seventeen eighteen percent of the population in the United States now is Hispanic. Uh, many of them are are Spanish speaking only. Uh, many are not, but many are. And we wanted to be able, they have souls too. We wanted to be able to serve them just like we did anybody else. And of course, with the way our world is right now, uh, that number is increasing every day. Yeah. And and so uh, we love everybody and everybody has a soul and everybody needs the gospel. And what we're out to do is to get the gospel to as many people in every language that we can. I wished we had many languages that we had translated our stuff in. Uh, Ricky Goodham puts it into Indian, uh, to, to the Indian nation, to Tamil and uh, Telugu. And many of our things have been published in Korean. Uh, mm-hmm. And if one goes to the, uh, the Bible Correspondence Center in Korea, uh, they can find that, that source there. That's great. I know that we have uh, probably covered this, but to put it in a nice, concise, one little section here, um, basically, how can people listen to or watch the search program? Well, they can, they can uh, of course, go online and find out where we are airing if they want to watch it on TV, or they can watch it 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube, and that goes out to many, many countries beyond us, but uh, many people, because of cutting the cord and various other things, watch us on YouTube every week. But I think that's maybe the first quickest place to do because we have, if the program aired on Sunday, then on Monday it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, there are probably two to 300 programs of ours. We have our own channel, Search TV Ministry. That's all one word, run it all together, Search TV Ministry. And, or you put my name and it pops up after a little bit. But you can subscribe to that channel, and we always tell people to like the channel because whenever they like that channel, that means that more people will have access to it. That's right. Yeah. And so that's a big deal. Uh, I encourage everyone, when you watch, be sure to like it. Yeah, like it, subscribe to that page. That's that way right. You get those notifications. Uh, that's always important. Uh, Phil, thanks for being on with us in this Highlight Podcast. And uh, Michael as well, thank you for uh, helping me out here. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in to the Scattered Abroad Network Highlights podcast today. Hope that you will go and check out all of our podcasts located on the Scattered Abroad Network. And you can check out in the show notes, and you will see down below a link to those podcasts, links to our social media accounts, as well as our blog pages on Substack. Hope that you will follow along, like, and subscribe to those things as well. Thanks again for your support to the Scattered Abroad Network, and may this highlight help you with your walk in the kingdom.